is full of lies, deceit, corruption, and manipulation. People in power step on those around them just to get even more power. Governments of the world hide truth from their people every day. Mysterious figures rewrite history and control events from the shadows. When an individual stands up and demands to know the truth, they're told to sit back down. They're told that they need to accept the official story or risk being labeled a conspiracy theorist. And if you, as a single person, want to investigate or ask questions, you're ignored, disregarded, and persecuted. It's easy to lose hope, feeling like you're lost and against the world all on your own. But what if we told you that you're not alone? These are dark times indeed, and we're told that this is just the way things are. We're not allowed to ask questions. We're not allowed to investigate. And we're not allowed to know the truth. But what if we told you that we're going to do that anyway? We get it. You want a credible source of reliable information. But all media outlets seem to be following the establishment's agenda. And anyone who doesn't gets labeled as fringe or radical or even crazy. You might feel swamped in a whirlwind of information, not knowing just who you can trust. But what if we told you that you've just found an alternative? Welcome to Conspiracy Confidential. Welcome to Conspiracy Confidential. I'm Dirk Dirksen. And I'm Lance Lancerton. Today marks our big debut, our grand opening, our first episode of this podcast. We wanted to start off by uh, talking about ourselves a little bit so you guys can get to know who we are, uh, just like we want to get to know who you guys are. So Dirk, why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit? Yeah, thanks Lance. Um, yeah, like Lance said, we just want you guys to know who we are um, and, and what our passions are and what our goals and our mission is for this podcast. So um, I, when I was young, I, I used to believe everything I was told. I, I had no reason not to. Um, I had no reason to suspect that my teachers and um, those who I respected were lying to me or, or, or no reason to believe that, uh, that they would think they were being lied to either. Um, I, I just, I just went along with everything I was told. I was a good student. I was a, I was a good learner. Um, I got my undergrad and my grad work done, but then, uh, in college I was driving with a buddy, um, out in old town road. I'm not going to tell you where, but we were driving through the country, just hanging out one evening. And then we had this weird thing happen. Uh, it, it was, it was dark. It was, it was nighttime. It was past 11 o'clock. Um, and we're driving out the, the old country road and um, there's a there's a, a cornfield to our left and and a woods to our right and then we see this weird thing in the sky um, it was it was three lights um, very close together almost in a in a triangle shape and and it, it was moving very slowly and then it, it got very very close to us and when I say close I mean kind of like a low flying aircraft you know what I mean Lance and uh it got closer to us, and as it got closer to us, our, our car shut off. Everything. I mean, it not just like the radio, but like the entire car just shut off. We're, we're in the middle of the road. We had slowed down to kind of see what this thing was. Our car completely shut off. And then after about, I don't know, it was seemed like an eternity. It was probably only a minute or two. 
um, the, the three lights, they, it, I couldn't believe how fast they moved. They just zoomed out, out, out of our sight, like incredibly fast. It's like they were just gone in an instant. And then when it was gone, our car turned back on. Um, it was the most creepy experience, the most real experience I've ever had. My, my, my hair on the back of my neck was standing on end. Um, and from that moment on, I'm like, it, it just changed. Something in me changed. Um, I, I, I wasn't just going to listen to what everybody had to say. Um, people had told me forever the extraterrestrial life uh, was bogus. There's nothing real about that. Um, but from this point on, that was the turning point in my life to where I stopped believing what everybody told me until I started doing the research. Um, now I question everything. You know what I mean? Everything that I hear, I'm running it through a filter. I'm, I'm researching. I'm, I'm looking into it. Uh, in my mind, everything, every piece of information, every tidbit that I'm told, whether it's through friends, family, people I respect, or the media in general, um, it's guilty until proven innocent in my mind. I, I'm not just taking everything at face value anymore. So that's, that's just a little bit about me. This is where I got to, and then I started researching things, and, and I got into what some people will call conspiracy theories, doing air quotes here in the studio. Um, it, but when you start researching this, it's really just how far does the rabbit hole go? It goes as deep as you want it to go. Um, it, how much research are you willing to do? Um, it's the classics, classic matrix scene, right, Lance? Uh, take the blue pill or the red pill. It's up to you. Um, and I'm assuming most of our listeners... Uh, they want to take the blue pill. Was it the blue pill? I don't even remember. I don't remember. Or was it either. the red pill? Either way, I'm sure you guys want to take the pill that sees how far the rabbit hole goes. And I'm with you. And that's why I'm here uh, with my buddy Lance, getting the facts, getting the scoop, um, and then giving them to you, to you guys, the listeners. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Lance, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with our listeners? Sure, Dirk. And let me just say that every time I hear that story of you and your friend in college uh, in, in the woods in the middle of the night, uh, man, I get goosebumps because it's so strange that, that obviously that sort of thing happens to you. But the, the effect that it had on you is absolutely admirable. You don't take a situation like that and run. You don't take a situation where you had a very close counter with the extraterrestrial and you're not running away from it. It's driving you to be a better person. It's driving you to seek the truth. It's driving you to figure out what it is people are lying to you about. Because they've obviously been lying to you about extraterrestrials your whole life. Right. So where does it, where does it end? Exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lance. Yeah, absolutely. So how, how did you get to this point, interested in, in, in digging uh, through these stories? Well, man, growing up, I grew up in a nice family. Uh, man, and, and by the time I was a teenager, it never once occurred to me that an authority figure would lie to me. As far as I had known, my mother and my father, they weren't lying to me at all about anything. Um, and, you know, I, I turn 16, I get my license, I have to start paying for gas, so I get a job while I'm in high school at a local pizza buffet. And I was working for a manager who seemed like a nice guy. And so this manager claimed to be a diabetic. And so he'd take a break every hour go out to his car, check his insulin, and then he'd come back about 10 minutes later and he'd see how things were going. I mean, he was a manager. We were all doing the work and he was making sure everything was getting done. It was a typical pizza buffet scenario. When we found out after a year of me working here that he wasn't going out to check his insulin, he wasn't even diabetic. He was going out to his car to smoke weed every hour and he just took a whole joint in his car. While we're all working, he's out there getting high and getting wow. paid for it. Absolutely. Wow. And man... It crushed me that this guy, my authority figure, had been lying to me 
for a year of me working there. And I didn't even see it because I wasn't looking for it. Mm. And ever since then, man, I cannot stand to see authorities lie to their subordinates. It, it just, so that event in my life woke me up and I started looking for lies. I opened my eyes, looked around, and man, I was looking for lies in all the right places because they were everywhere. And since then, you know, over the last 20 years, I have been looking for lies and finding them wherever I turn. And I'm at the point right now where I can't take it anymore. I cannot keep this to myself. I can't see these lies and not tell anybody about it. And so I'm standing up. I'm standing up here with my friend Dirk, and we're trying to start a movement. And that's really why we're here. We are here to start a movement. Right, right. And this isn't just any movement. This is a grassroots movement of real people to accomplish some very specific goals. You know, Dirk and I, we're just a couple of regular guys. We're, we, we have day jobs. We work. We, we do things. We work for the man. But we want to start a movement because people are being lied to, and it's time that we took a stand. Yeah, and, and what's really, um, what really grinds my gears is that everyone is not only being lied to, but when anybody stands up and questions what they're being told, not even just questioning about whether it's a complete lie, but just questioning the validity of what's being told to them. It, you're immediately labeled a radical or, or insane or a conspiracy theorist, whatever that means. And we'll get to some key definitions in a little bit on, the sh- on this episode of the show. It, it, you're just labeled someone who's a heretic, is someone who's crazy, because all you're doing is questioning the norm. And, and we're tired of that. Um, you can go to our website at conspiracyconfidential.com. Uh, check out our mission and strategy page to see a professionally designed infographic uh, that we had made that depicts our mission, our goals, and our methods. Um, so make sure you check out that website. Uh, we will also have our podcast posted to that website. Uh, you can listen to the podcast uh, anywhere that you listen to your podcast as well. You can also email the show at uh, conspiracyconfidential at yahoo. Com. Right. And if we, we can take a minute to, to describe our strategy. Yeah, let's uh, do that. So that you can understand uh, as we get into this pilot episode where we're coming from and what we're trying to do. Uh, we like to liken our strategy to a house or a building that we build from top to bottom. You know, any good plan starts with a good foundation. And we're starting a movement here. Mm-hmm. But you, the grassroots people, you are that foundation. Without you, we have nothing. Our building will fall over. Our whole plan collapses because it's built on the idea that there are more people out there just like Dirk and I, more people who are questioning what they're told, who are looking for lies, who are trying to figure out what the truth of the matter is, regardless of what that matter is. Right. It takes one person or two people with a podcast to start a movement, but without you, we have no foundation and we're just some crazy guys with a blueprint for a plan that'll never materialize. So we need you guys. Right. Uh, without you guys, everything will crumble. So on that foundation, holding up the roof, we have what we call the four pillars. These represent our specific measurable goals that, that Dirk and I are setting out to accomplish with this podcast. Uh, let, so let's talk about these goals a bit, Dirk. Our first goal is to restore the working man to his rightful glory. Right. And, and just so you guys are aware, and we've already said this, uh, Lance and I, we're, we're normal working men. We're not elite. Um, we're not, uh, we don't make six figures a year. 
Um, we're not a part of the 1%. We're not, uh, we're not big business CEOs or anything. We are normal people trying to start a grassroots movement of normal working men. And the working man has been displaced from his former pride and glory. Absolutely. Displaced, removed, kicked out, everything. The working man, if we're ever going to build up this country, if we're ever going to build up society, if we're going to build up our world the right way, the working man has to be restored to his rightful glory so that he can be allowed to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. Absolutely. And obviously, we use the word man here, but we include mankind as man. Of course. Of course. Uh, So that's the first goal. Number two is to dismantle the oppressive establishment board by board. Right. So the oppressive establishment obviously comes in in a wide array of uh, of inputs. It, it's not it, we're using it as a general term, but Lance, can you kind of just describe to our listeners what what we are referring to by that? The establishment is whatever controls your life. So we have various things that control our life and tell us what we can and can't do. The government is the obvious one. Uh, The company you work for is another one. The school system, the public school system is another one. Anything that tells you the things that you can and can't do in life is the establishment. Big business. Big business is the establishment. Uh, Anything that, that limits your liberty which the establishment in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing. The establishment is necessary for society to function. Our problem comes with the oppressive establishment, the things that are not only dictating uh, your freedoms, but the things that are corruptly dictating your freedoms and being oppressive about it. And we're here to dismantle that. Right, right. And I think that's where people get confused. We're not radicals. We, We don't think the establishment... Um, shouldn't exist at all. I mean, that's that's the word is establishment. There should be an established system in place. But the problem is when that establishment becomes too powerful and starts to oppress those who they have established their system with on the foundation. You guys are a foundation of the establishment. And when it begins to oppress you and oppress us in ways that, like Lance said, it limits our liberties and our freedoms, well, then we have a problem. Yeah, the Declaration of Independence says that governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. Consent of the governed. So you're the people who establish the establishment. The problem is the establishment has forgotten that. It's run amok. The establishment thinks that it's in control, and our goal is to dismantle it. But that that phrase on the end, board by board, we have to dismantle the establishment board by board. That's not just something we threw on there, because we can't do this all at once. Right. Every little thing we do helps dismantle the establishment bit by bit, board by board, and every little thing is one more board off of the establishment. Yes, it's, it's going to take time. Um, we're, we're, not, uh, we're not stupid. We, we realize that it's taken years and years and years uh, for it to get as bad as it has gotten, um, and it's not going to happen immediately, uh, but somebody has to start the first spark. Right. So that's why we're here. Don't think we have any delusions of grandeur, but we are here to see it dismantled. And that's our second pillar. Our third pillar represents our third goal, to saw the tables of tyranny in half. So the tables of tyranny represents the foundation and the structure on which the establishment operates tyrannically. So business is done in high places by powerful people to oppress us, 
to oppress you. And we want to see those tables sawn in half. We want to see those methods of their control be taken away. Right, right. Those, these tables um, of these tyrannical leaders that have been put in place, they, they're holding everything above us. What does a table do? A table supports something above ground level. And these tables of tyranny, uh, they're, they're holding everything above our heads, the working man's heads, so that we, uh, we can't even catch the crumbs off the table anymore. And that's not right. So all of these things build upon one another. These pillars are building on the previous things that we've already covered. Right. And, you know, like you said, those tables are supported. And we have to get rid of those supports if we're ever going to reach the table to cut it in half. And so a way we can do that is our fourth goal. Gnaw at the ankles of big business. So before, before we get carried away here, don't, don't walk away from this podcast thinking we're saying something we're not. We don't have a problem with businessmen and women. Our problem is with big business because right now, big business has a stranglehold on small businesses and the men and women working those small businesses. Right. It's, it's like the oppressive establishment. We're not radicals. The, the establishment is not what we're against. We're against the oppression. We're, we're not against business. We're against big business and the oppression and the tyranny. That's, that's where I think people get things wrong, Lance, and, and they think that we and people like us who hold similar views were radicals and that we want to wipe out everything. No, 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 no. We just want to get rid of the things that have went south, that, that have gotten too much power. Absolutely. And you know, we understand that in a free market society, you're going to have some companies or entities that are more successful than others. So obviously some of those businesses are going to get bigger than the others. Right, and that's part of capitalism. Absolutely. But right now, the situation we have is Amazon trying to shut down brick-and-mortar stores to have a complete monopoly on everything. On everything. And we're going to talk about that in Jeff Bezos in a later episode. Absolutely. So our goal is not to get rid of every large business. Of course not. Our goal is not to get rid of the ability of companies to proper. We just want to gnaw at the ankles a little bit of the big businesses who are putting a stranglehold on the smaller businesses. Because right. if we're not at the ankles, those big businesses, they're going to have to let go of the small businesses to pay attention to us because we're pointing out lies and deceit. We're pointing, around, we're pointing out corruption. And those small businesses can then flourish. Right, and they can do what they're supposed to do. And then, voila, the working man can actually prosper once again. So each of these four goals, these specific things that we're starting this movement to accomplish, they all go hand in hand. And better yet, they're going to help let us know when we're done. We'll, we're going to have to ask ourselves, has the working man been restored to his former glory? Has the oppressive establishment been dismantled board by board? If it hasn't, then we're not done yet. So right. on and so forth. We ask ourselves these questions for each of the pillars. And so these measuring sticks are going to let us know whether or not our movement has been successful yet. Right. We, we have goals. We're not just starting a podcast to ramble on to uh, whatever audience picks this up and listens to it. We have goals. We actually want to see an outcome happen. And, and this, these are the goals that we have. And we're going to use these goals as a measuring stick um, to see if we've accomplished our goals. Right. So we've got the foundation. That's you, the people. And we've got our four pillars, which are our measurable goals. And so finally, we have the roof. And our anonymity is going to have to be our roof. Uh, Lance Lancerton is not my real name. Right, and Dirk Dirksen is not my real name. So as our movement grows, 
so will its opposition. And sooner or later, that opposition is going to come for us with furious storms. And as the roof, our anonymity is going to protect us when those storms come for us. Right. We're not trying to be childish. Um, so don't think that we made up... Uh we made up fake names to somehow because we're being cowards. That's not true. Uh, we're trying to be realists. Um, when you start a movement or you just try to start a movement uh, that goes against the norm, that goes against the established uh, way, you would be foolish to think that there's not going to be some sort of opposition. We're anticipating it. Right. We're just trying to be prudent. We're trying to be wise. Dirk and I have families. We're trying to protect the ones we love as well as ourselves. And, and I hope our movement gets to the point one day where I can tell you guys my real name mm-hmm. and we can get to know each other face to face. I hope that one day we can have a rally where we're all together in one place showing who we are. But right. for right now, we're just starting out. Right. So we're going to be careful. We're going to be prudent. We're going to be preemptive um, because really, I mean, if something happens to us, you know, three or four episodes into this, uh, what good did we do? Right. We didn't do anything. How, how can you start a movement if the leaders of the movement fizzle out immediately or because they're silenced? So, so we're going to be preemptive in this uh, by using anonymity as the roof. Yeah, and we, when we use the word leaders, don't think that we're lording ourselves over you thinking we're in charge. No, we're just here because we're the ones with the microphones. That's right. it. That's the only difference between us and you guys. Uh, we're, we're in this movement together, and we'll see it through to the end. And maybe... Just maybe our anonymity will prevent anyone from taking the credit. No one deserves credit for this movement. This movement is morally what should happen. That's and, a good and, point. And, and nobody deserves the credit for it. We don't think that we deserve the credit for it, honestly. Um, so hopefully even the anonymity will prevent anyone from getting glory um, and just restore everything to the way it should be. That's a good point, Dirk. I rescind my comment earlier when I say I can't wait to tell you my real name. All right, let's let's talk about some definitions. Um, let's just start with conspiracy, right? This this whole show is called Conspiracy Confidential, and and Lance and I both feel that the world defines conspiracy wrong. So so simply put, what is a conspiracy? It's just an organized attempt to secretly manipulate or cover up an event or the known facts about an event or or several events. It's just. Um, a group of people, or one person even, a conspirator or a group of conspirators who are organizing an attempt to manipulate or cover up an event uh, or known facts about that event. Uh, right, Lance? Yeah, absolutely. And that that's the difference between a conspiracy and a conspiracy theory, because society uses those interchangeably, and, and we'll talk about why. But there's two real definitions of conspiracy. And the first one, Dirk and I believe, is is the real legitimate use of, of the term conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And that's, that definition is just that it's a theory regarding the people, places, and unknown facts surrounding a conspiracy or alleged conspiracy offering a possible explanation of what the truth really is. So it's a theory because we don't have all the facts. We can't make a summary of the events because we don't have the facts. We have to theorize about what it could be. Right. But but what people do is they, they hear the, the word theory. Yeah, that's a fine word. I know what a theory is. We use that 
um, in science. Absolutely. The word conspiracy. Yeah, I know what that is. That's a um, that's a cover up. That's that's something wrong. That's something illegal happening. But then you throw those two words together, and all of a sudden, completely, it's in, invalidated. And you know why that is? Is because in the fifties, the CIA started using the term conspiracy theory to brand a stigma on people who attempt to uncover the truth. And that's our second definition of conspiracy theory. It's the false one. It's what people use most often nowadays, because today the term conspiracy theory is used to discredit people who are doing nothing but investigating the truth. At, at least that's how it's used in the popular opinion. Right. So, so this negative connotation that's around the phrase conspiracy theory is what discredits and devalues people's opinions when all they're trying to do is get to the truth. They're just simply questioning what they're being told. Is that not what a thinking people, a thinking generation does? Absolutely. And when we use the term conspiracy, we're just telling you that things have gone on that we don't know exactly what happened, but things look fishy enough that we have enough information to put together a theory that suggests this event, whatever we're talking about, was a conspiracy by people in power, either to make it happen or to cover it up once it happened. Right, and we'll be very clear when we're talking about a conspiracy or a conspiracy theory, because there's a there's a big difference. You, we need to be able to differentiate, and, and when I say we, I mean us, the general population, we need to be able to differentiate between something that has been proven. It was a conspiracy. A conspiracy is not a conspiracy theory. Correct. A conspiracy is something that was an attempt or or a successful or negative attempt, uh, or I should say a successful or an unsuccessful attempt, to cover something up. And so we have some examples of actual conspiracies that have been proven, but, but some people will still call them theories. Right. The, the moon landing. That was a total conspiracy. It was faked. We can talk about that in a future episode, but that's something that's an actual conspiracy. We can theorize about what actually happened, but we know that the official story is a conspiracy. Right, and that's the difference. We can theorize about what happened. We, we might not know the exact uh, facts and the exact you know details, yeah. but we know it's been proven uh, to, be, to be a conspiracy. Um, MK Ultra. I mean, stink, stranger things. Well documented. Well documented. Conspiracy. The government was given LSD to people who didn't want it. Or or some people who they tricked into taking it. Maybe they was, you know, young college kids who wanted extra money. You know what I mean? So th- this is documented. Now, the theories about MKUltra are, why was the government doing it? That's what we don't know. Right, Were they trying right. to mind control people? Were they trying to do undocumented studies? Uh, we don't know. That's where the theory part of conspiracy theory comes in. Did it result in the Demogorgon? We don't know. If the Duffer Brothers are listening to this, we'd love to have you on the show. Absolutely. This show is brought to you by Stranger Things. They have nothing to do with the show. We just enjoy it a lot. Right. Uh, Area 51. Something fishy is going on with Area 51. Probably has to do with extraterrestrials. But we can theorize about what's actually there. But we know... That something is going on. That's, I, I'm that's not allowed into Area 51. Right. If, if you are, we'll get you on the show under, uh, you know, anonymity. Um, 9-11. Obviously, not everything is as it seems. We, we, we can theorize, again, about what actually happened, but we know that what we were told is not com- entirely true. Correct. Chemtrails. What is being dumped into our atmosphere right above our heads? 
We don't know. That's We can theorize, but we don't have all the details. But we know that something is happening, and we're, we'll even talk to you guys in a future episode about what you can do to prevent that um, with something. And if you want to do some Googling on your own, you can check out a substance called Organite that you can make in your very own home. Right. Um, Sasquatch. I mean, come on. We don't even need to go into detail about this. Uh, the JFK assassination. Lance. Absolutely. JFK assassination. Please, somebody try to explain to me how that magic bullet found its way where it went. Zigzagged through multiple Zigzagged people. Zigzagged through multiple people. Right, and we'll talk about that. Mole people. Sounds crazy, I know. Just wait till we get there, though. Again, again. These are, And this is why we're doing the show. We're, these are all things we're going to talk about in the future. Bohemian Grove. Um, I'm telling you, this is one that is actually kind of scary to talk about. We'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand straight up as soon as you hear or see what goes on there. Right, right. Adolf Hitler's death. Air quotes. Air quotes. Adolf Hitler's death. Yeah, he committed suicide with his first wife, first cousin wife. Come on. I mean, even the things surround, and we'll get to this again in a later episode, but even the things surrounding Adolf Hitler's um, death and where did his body go? It's just as weird and fishy as when Osama bin Laden was killed and dumped overboard into the sea and nobody has any trace of his body or what happened to it except for a few people who said they saw it. Come yep. on. Government weather manipulation. It happens. We know this goes on on some level, but why? Why does the government care what happens to the weather? Right, and on what level is this happening? Absolutely, that's the question. Uh, genetically engineered chimeras. I mean, this is something that is is it sounds science fiction, uh, but this is something that is well documented, and there's been proof of this happening for decades. MIT Magazine just two years ago had an article about half pig, half humans being used to grow human ears for organ transplant. Yeah, so it's done under the guise of of humanity. And, and uh, you know, saving people from disease and, and stuff like that. But these chimeras, um, what is that going to lead to? What is this going to lead to? Is it going to lead to pigs having enough human parts that they should be considered humans? Wait, what, what makes a human? How, I mean, what percentage of human is a human? That's the question that we're going to have to face in a few years if we let this go unhindered. Right. But these are the things, because we're called crazy when we bring up any of these things. But all this stuff is documented. It's historical. It's going on right now. You can go find it. But we're crazy. We're the crazy ones for asking questions. We're the crazy ones for trying to figure out what's going on and why it's going on and who is making it go on. All we're asking, and I'm sure most of you, if you've tuned into this, it's because you're with us and you agree. But if you've found this podcast and, and you are interested at all, or you, or you just stumbled across this. I just want to ask you, will you just be willing to question what you've been told? Will, will you be willing to do a little bit of research on your own? Investigate. We live in this, this technological age where in our pockets of our genes exists a supercomputer that has access to literally millions and millions of articles and news sources and information sources that we didn't have ready access to just two decades ago. And it's also probably dumping dangerous radiation into your body, giving you cancer. But that's a topic for another episode. Right. But will you question, will, will you give us a chance to show you that maybe everything that you've been told isn't exactly 
how it seems. This is the information age, now more than ever. We need your help. This is a team effort. This is a movement. We need your help to uncover the truth. Right. So let's start talking about that now. This is how you can participate. Remember, this isn't just about us talking into microphones. This is a movement. We need you to stand up with us and to get involved. We need you, the common man, the 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 grassroots working man, to lock shields with us, to come together to help us. And so, how you can be involved, uh, we, we like to call it the ABCs of how you can participate. Right, and A of the ABCs, you need to be aware. Uh, you need to be aware of what's going on around you, both personally in your life and in the media, whether on a local level, a state level, a national level, or a global level. We need people paying attention to current events and how they fit into the kind of stuff our movement is trying to tackle. Because Dirk and I, like we said, we have work-a-day jobs. We work 8 to 10 hours a day, every day. We need other people to pay attention with us because we can't be 100% focused on this, at least at this point in our lives. So pay attention, be aware of what's going on around you. And all that requires is people, don't be sheep. Don't be sheep. You realize 99% of the people around you are sheep who go about their day with their head down, focused on themselves or literally focused on whatever little rectangle is in their hands. Don't be a sheep. Be aware. Put your head up. Be You're, you're either a sheep or a wolf or you're the 1% of people who are sheepdogs, who are looking and aware of what's around them. That's all we're asking. Just be aware. Yeah, and we're not saying that the sheep people, the sheeple, are our enemies. They're just not awake. So right. if you can do anything to help wake them up, man, do it. But don't treat them like they're right. your enemies. They're just going along right. with the they're system. They're just vulnerable is all. Don't be vulnerable. Be aware. And, and that so that starts with being aware. And letter B stands for beware. They're slightly different. So we need to beware of several things. What, number one, the government. We should You should understand that by now. The, the government's trying to sway your opinion with their communist, socialist, fascist propaganda. And, and they're trying to brainwash you to believe whatever their news media outlets are saying, right or left wing, Fox or CNN. They're all trying to brainwash you with their propaganda to believe. And by the way, if they're giving you multiple, uh, multiple opinions from multiple sources from both sides of the spectrum, liberal and conservative, what are they doing? They're confusing you. You don't know who to believe. They're, they're just completely flooding you with information and that too much information can actually leave you with no information. And keep in mind, we're not just talking about the American government. We're talking about any world government currently. Right. I don't know of a world government who is not corrupt, who isn't trying to sway your opinion with their propaganda. Right. So so you need to beware of that. You need to beware of mainstream media, like I touched on, trying to cover up the truth and present false realities to you because the reality of the situation is most media is being paid off by the government. doesn't matter what party it is. That's just how it is. So you need to beware of where you're getting your information. And then lastly, big business. They're trying to stomp out the small businessman. Um, and so you need to be aware of that. Okay. Right. Don't just buy from Amazon thinking you're not doing any harm. Yeah, I mean, two-day shipping is nice. Two-day free shipping is nice. But you know what? If you order from Ikea, it's going to cost you 40 bucks, and it's going to take you four weeks to get it. Absolutely. So how can Amazon do it this way, and Ikea's got to do it the other way? It's interesting. 
not convenience is not always the right answer. Right. So that's uh, B. So we've got A is aware, B is beware, and Lance, what's letter C? Letter C is careful. And this one's important. We all need to be careful as a matter of prudence. If we charge willy-nilly into this battle with our shields locked, like Dirk was saying earlier, uh, without having careful consideration, then our movement's just going to be thwarted before it even begins. Right. I mean, remember, the establishment has been around forever. That's why we call it the establishment. Our small movement is just getting started. So right now, they have all the power. But we are here to take that power back. We're here with this movement to get that power back, but we have to do it carefully. Right, so be careful. You're not going to do any good. You're not going to be of any help if you get snuffed out immediately um, because you're, you're charging the gates of hell with a squirt gun. You know what I mean? So somebody, so, so you get taken out, you get silenced because you were raising a ruckus, and then all of a sudden the movement is down one person. That, that's kind of why uh, we're being prudent on our end under the guise of anonymity because what good can we do if we're taken out uh, on the onset when we're just beginning this movement? Absolutely. So that's the ABCs of how you can be involved. Dirk, why don't you tell them how they can contact us? Right. So you can write into the show uh, at our email, conspiracyconfidential at yahoo.com. We specifically do not use Gmail because Gmail uh, is a part of Google. Google is a part of the establishment. Uh, All of your emails are being searched. Yahoo, on the other hand, um, we have from very good sources that they are not a part of the establishment. Uh, we trust Yahoo. So right into the show, conspiracyconfidential at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, let us know any conspiracies you'd like us to cover. We mentioned a few already that we are going to cover for sure. Let us know if there's any others that you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, it, if you notice something on the news that seems fishy, uh, write in. Tell us about it. Maybe maybe we'll have time to fit that in uh, to, uh, to a show and talk about it. Um, also, I mean, if you happen to be an expert in a particular field... Um, or, or you're involved with some conspiracy and, you know, if you'd be willing to talk under anonymity, um, we'd love to get you on the show to chat with us about it. So let us know, uh, email us about it. Um, but when you write in, regardless of what you're asking or telling us about, please use a pseudonym. Please don't use your real name. Our email records will eventually get hacked or tapped into. We're not dumb. No doubt right? about it. Yeah, we trust Yahoo right now. But eventually, especially if this movement catches fire, we will get hacked into. So please use a false name. Uh, be wise. Be careful. ABCs, right? Uh, we don't want them to find your real name when they see what you have to say. Right. And so right into the show, please. We, we want to hear from you. You guys are the lifeblood of this podcast. You're the grassroots movement. You're the foundation. If we're not hearing from you guys, then then we don't know you're there. So, man, talk to us. This is a two-way street. So come back at us with whatever you got. Uh, you can also leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes um, or whatever other uh, site that you access podcasts from. Uh, and, you know, okay, so this is going to sound weird, but please don't go and tell everybody you know to tune into this show. Right. I realize that's the opposite of what most podcasters would ask, but... We're starting a movement. This isn't about the podcast. This is about the movement. The podcast is a means to an end. Right. And we can only afford to have people who want to join in on that movement. The longer we can fly under the radar here, the better our chances of success. So please, tell people about the show 
but only people that you know for a fact that you can trust. Right. And But don't let that um, make you afraid to share this with new people who aren't necessarily on the up and up or, or in the know about these things. We want to teach people, but just make sure you can trust them. Um, we're trusting you to be our filter in that area. Right. If we can help wake people up, awesome. Use us as a tool to do that. But yeah, only trusting people. Right. Only be wise, people you can trust. be prudent, uh, be aware, beware, and be careful. This is ABCs, right? Well, that is all that we have for you for now. Um, remember, this is just an introduction show to introduce you guys uh, to the podcast, uh, who we are, what our goals are, what our mission is. Um, in the next show uh, that we'll post, we'll be diving into a, a certain specific conspiracy or conspiracy theory, and that'll be the format of the show going forward. And in closing, we just want to say that the inner machinations of politics, religion, society, they're an enigma. But we're going to unravel the mystery together. You know, an old man once said, this is where your future will come alive. And you may just find that the past may not be the past at all. And we like to think he was talking about this podcast and the movement that we were trying to start. Right. So welcome to our movement. We look forward to working with you. We hope that you enjoy it. Um, and, and that you would just get, get to work, start questioning, start being informed, uh, follow the ABCs, get uh, in on this movement. This is just the beginning. We're excited to see where it goes. Welcome to Conspiracy Confidential. <laughs>